0: Welcome to The Randy Report. I'm Randy Slavacek, your host. I'm also the writer and editor of TheRandyReport.com, where you can find me every single day on the internet reporting on the daily news cycle in terms of politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. In this week's headlines, the Trump administration is raiding HIV-AIDS programs to pay for further family separations at the U.S. border— Hawaii's Supreme Court declined to review a bigot's appeal after being found guilty of LGBTQ discrimination. Pop star Harry Styles admits there's a little bit of gay in all of us. And this year's Emmy nominations had a lot of love for the gays. All that and more on this episode of The Randy Report. For decades, criminals have used the fear of being hit on by gay men or discovering a potential sex partner's transgender as gay panic or trans panic as a legal defense in court to justify violent attacks on LGBTQ people, often to the point of murder. But now, two Massachusetts lawmakers have introduced legislation that would put a stop to the defense across the country. The Washington Blade reports the Gay and Trans Panic Defense Prohibition Act introduced by Congressman Joseph Kennedy III in the U.S. House and Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts in the U.S. Senate would ban the use of anti-LGBTQ panic defense from being cited as a legal defense in federal court. Said Senator Markey in a statement, Gay and trans panic legal defenses reflect an irrational fear and bigotry toward the LGBTQ community and corrode the legitimacy of federal prosecutions. These defenses must be prohibited to ensure that all Americans are treated with dignity and humanity in our justice system. The Massachusetts senator adds that sexual orientation or gender identity, quote, cannot ever excuse violence and our courtrooms should not be used as chambers of hate. Kennedy told The Blade, an admission of committing a violent crime against someone because they're LGBT is not a defense, it's a hate crime. Legal loopholes written into our laws that seek to justify violent attacks against our gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender neighbors should never existed in the first place. In 2013, the American Bar Association unanimously approved a resolution denouncing the practice and calling for an end to the use of anti-LGBT panic defense in court. Currently, three states—California, Illinois, and Rhode Island—have banned the use of gay and trans panic defense. Hundreds of people cheered as a gay couple were flogged more than 80 times in a public square in Indonesia's Asse province, where Sharia law is observed. A vigilante mob suspecting the men of homosexual behavior apprehended the men in a beauty salon earlier this year and handed them over to authorities. AFP reports a crowd of about a 1,000 people, including tourists from neighboring Malaysia, snapped pictures and shouted, "'Flog them harder!' As a hooded figure slammed a rattan cane on their backs. The unidentified men were the second gay couple whipped in public this year in Aceh, underscoring the increasing discrimination faced by Indonesia's small LGBTQ community. Aceh is the only region in Indonesia, the world's most populous Muslim-majority country, that imposes Islamic law. Public flogging is a common punishment for a range of offenses, including gambling, drinking alcohol, and having gay sex or relations outside of marriage. Officials in Assay had previously announced an end to the practice that has been described as medieval torture, but, to date, there has been no change in policy. As the public battle about family separations at the U.S. southern border rages on, Reports show the Trump administration is taking money from HIV-AIDS programs to fund further separations. The Office of Refugee Resettlement is looking ahead at the possibility that 25,450 more beds for immigrant children could be needed by year's end. The Office Part of the Department of Health and Human Services was apparently caught off guard when U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced the new zero-tolerance policy that families would be separated if caught crossing the border without authorization. Under the policy, parents are imprisoned, and children have been placed in cages that Senator Jeff Merkley, who visited a facility, described as resembling dog kennels. Now, in preparation for a new surge of family separations, the HHS is not only asking for supplemental funds, but according to news website Slate, is also planning to reallocate money from the Ryan White HIV-AIDS program. The Ryan White Care Act was introduced in 1990 by Senator Ted Kennedy, weeks after the death of its namesake Ohio teen, who had been infected with HIV via blood transfusion to treat his hemophilia. The bill was signed into law by President George H.W. Bush. According to the program's website, the Ryan White HIV-AIDS program, quote, provides a comprehensive system of care that includes primary medical care and essential support services for people living with AIDS who are uninsured or underinsured. Slate's reporting indicates the process of transferring those HIV-AIDS funds has already begun. This is just one more example of the Trump-Pence administration's bias against the LGBTQ community, which is massively impacted by the HIV-AIDS epidemic. In 2007, Diane Cervelli and Tayko Buford of Long Beach, California, traveled to the Aloha State to visit a friend who had just given birth. The child apparently was having some health issues at the time, so the couple decided to seek accommodations nearby. The closest option was the Aloha Bed and Breakfast. But when the couple called Phyllis Young, the owner of the B&B, Young told the couple same-sex relationships are, quote, detestable and, quote, defile our land. Hawaii's public accommodation law specifically bans establishments that provide lodging to transient guests from discriminating on the basis of sexual orientation, race, color, ancestry, religion, disability, and sex, including gender identity or expression. Later that year, Servilian Buford filed a complaint with Hawaii's Civil Rights Commission. Although Young asserted she had the right to discriminate since her business was in her home, the commission determined that Young had openly discriminated against the couple. William Buford consequently filed a lawsuit against Young in 2011, and in 2013, a Hawaii First Circuit Court judge ruled that Young had violated the state's public accommodation laws and ordered her to stop discriminating. Young appealed the decision, and in February of this year, the Intermediate Court of Appeals affirmed the lower court ruling. In a last-ditch effort, the B&B owner asked the state's Supreme Court to review the case. The high court declined last week to do so and effectively affirmed the lower court ruling that Young had discriminated. Earlier this year, Buford told Q Voice News, I can't tell you how much it hurt to be essentially told, We don't do business with your kind. It still stings to this day. We thought the days when business owners would say, were open to the public, but not to you, was a thing of the past. She added, You don't have to change your beliefs, but you do have to follow the law, just like everyone else has. Lambda Legal senior attorney Peter Wren hailed the decision, saying in a statement, In letting the existing decision stand, Hawaii today joined a long line of states across the country that understand how pernicious and damaging a religious license to discriminate would be. In fact, since the U.S. Supreme Court's narrow ruling in Masterpiece Cake Shop in early June, three state courts in Arizona, Oregon, and now Hawaii— have either ruled against or refused to review rulings against business owners who have claimed religious justifications to discriminate. Closing his current concert tour at the Forum in Inglewood, California, UK pop star Harry Styles stopped to read aloud a sign held up by a member of the audience. The young fan's sign read, I'm gay and I love you. Harry read the sign and the crowd went wild. Thanking the fan, Handsome Harry added with a smile, We're all a little bit gay, aren't we? I have to say, throughout the tour, the longtime LGBTQ ally has been dedicating songs to male fans in the audience and rocking out during guitar solos with rainbow flags. In addition to multiple super supportive LGBTQ moments on the tour, Harry has also been selling tour t-shirts with the phrase, Treat people with kindness in a rainbow print with all proceeds going to Glisten, an education organization that works to ensure that LGBTQ students are able to learn and grow in a school environment free from bullying and harassment. Rock on, Sir Harry. Rock on. In entertainment news, the nominations for the 70th Emmy Awards are out, and there's great news for LGBTQ artists and projects. Looming large was the gay-centric miniseries The Assassination of Gianni Versace, American Crime Story, which received 16 nominations, including one for Outstanding Limited Series, plus two nods for Out Uber Producer-Director Ryan Murphy. Ricky Martin also scored his first Emmy nod in the Supporting Actor in a Limited Series or Movie category for his work in the series. RuPaul's Drag Race received ten nominations, including one for Outstanding Reality Competition and a third-in-a-row nod to Mama Ru for Outstanding host for Reality Competition. Plus, RuPaul's Drag Race Untucked was honored with two nominations, including Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program. The return of NBC's Will & Grace was graced with five nominations, including one for Megan Mullally for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series and for Molly Shannon for Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series. Also in the Outstanding Guest Actress in a Comedy Series are Wanda Sykes for Blackish, and Jane Lynch for The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Lynch was also honored in the Outstanding Host for a Reality or Reality Competition program for Hollywood Game Night, as was Ellen DeGeneres for Ellen's Game of Games. Out actress Lily Tomlin was nominated for her work in Grace and Frankie, as well as Sarah Paulson for her performance in American Horror Story, Cult. The awesome Cherry Jones got a nod for her role in the much lauded The Handmaid's Tale. Kate McKinnon was nominated for Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for her amazing work on Saturday Night Live. And Evan Rachel Wood celebrates her nomination in Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series for her work on HBO's Westworld. Out actor Titus Burgess received a nomination for Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series for his work in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Netflix's reboot of Queer Eye received four nominations, including Outstanding Structured Reality Program. For Broadway musical lovers like me, the rapturous Jesus Christ Superstar Live in Concert received 13 well-deserved nominations. Surprisingly, FX's Pose, which I have found to be fantastic, was completely snubbed receiving zero nominations. I was hoping to see both transgender director-writer Janet Mock nominated as well as out-actor Billy Porter get some Television Academy love for their powerful work on the groundbreaking LGBTQ-centric series set in the 1980s. The 70th Annual Emmy Awards will air Monday, September 17th on NBC. Less than 24 hours after receiving those four Emmy Award nominations, Netflix announced there will be a third season of Queer Eye, the fabulous Make Better Reality show. According to Deadline, production for Season 3 will shift from Atlanta, Georgia, to beginning Kansas City, Missouri, beginning this week. All of the Fab Five co-hosts, Anthony Porowski, Bobby Burke, Karamo Brown, Jonathan Van Ness, and Tan France will be back to help more heroes be their best self. The new season is scheduled for 2019, but you can watch all of season 1 and 2 now on Netflix. Also in TV renewal news, the category is Celebrate. Ryan Murphy's groundbreaking series Pose may have been snubbed by the Emmy Awards, but within hours of the nominations announcement, FX picked up the LGBTQ-centric series for a second season. The series examines New York City's LGBTQ ball culture scene of the 1980s with a focus on the black and Latino LGBTQ communities that shaped it. Out indie pop artist Parker Matthews is currently feeling right, and he wants you to be right there feeling it with him. The Pittsburgh native has displayed notable versatility with previous singles, Lost With You and Hit and Run, which I reported on earlier this spring. For this new release, the soulful singer switches up the beats, this time taking the lister on an intimate, private flirtation. For Feelin' Right, Matthew's silky smooth, sensual vocals sit right in the pocket for the bulk of the low-key song. The bridge introduces an accelerated heartbeat, you know where this is going, right? that leads to the climax of the song, leaving just enough time for some post-romantic afterglow. The entire track oozes a confident, sensual vibe that borders on intoxicating without crossing the line into getting too heavy-handed. I find this to be an enthralling follow-up and proves that Parker Matthews is definitely more than a hit-and-run. Look for more from Parker soon. And that brings me to the end of this episode of The Randy Report. If you enjoy catching up on LGBTQ news in a quick podcast, I'd appreciate it if you would share The Randy Report with your friends. I like to think of this podcast as the 60 minutes of gay news, only shorter. And remember, you can find me every single day on the internet at therandyreport.com, also instinctmagazine.com, and gaypopbuzz.com. Thank you, it pays to be busy. Where I cover the daily news cycle regarding politics, pop culture, and entertainment news of interest to the LGBTQ community. I'm going to close with some of Parker Matthews' new track, Feelin' Right. I encourage you to take a listen, and if you like, go buy it on iTunes. As I say often, if we want to see our lives reflected in the art that we admire, the movies, the television, the books, the music, we have to support it. There are terrific artists out there, and I promise you, I'm never going to bring you anything that isn't quality. So here's Parker Matthews' Feelin' Right. Thanks for listening, folks see you next time
1: one taste a pleasure from you and it all can't get much harder now one touch I need it it's true feel the ice running down so cold I need all the feels from you stick around never run away that's calling the shots Push it down as you make me say yeah. I'm going crazy Cause I need you more and more And no one can save me Once I get you on the floor Now I'm yelling, baby Just come get me through the night Let's go again baby Cause you got me feeling right Running back, never to control. Oh, oh. I need all the feels from you. Stick around, never run away. Oh, oh. Last call in the shots for two. Push it down as you make me say. I'm going crazy. Cause I need you more and more. And no one can save me once I get you on the floor. I'm younger, baby Just come get me through the night Let's go again, baby Cause you got me feeling right